2: Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime
1: for details. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Welcome to the program. It's hour one on this Wednesday. Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show. Glad to have you on board. Stay as long as you'd like. Coming up, George Kittle, San Francisco 49ers tight end will join us. Chase Young, Washington football team defensive end, and Rodney Harrison, NBC Sports. I love hearing from Rodney. I think he should be a Hall of Famer. Played uh, on those Super Bowl teams. Won a couple of Super Bowls. But we just found out, we were just reminded, on this day in sports history, the Giants against the Patriots at the David Tyree catch. 2008, and that defensive back all over David Tyree was Rodney Harrison. Now, in fairness... To the story, this date in sports history and Rodney Harrison, we did try to get him on yesterday and he wasn't available. So he's only available today. I'm not going to lead with that because Rodney did everything you could possibly do except for cover David Tyree's helmet. But uh, Rodney will join us coming up a little bit later on. This year marks the first time a lot of football fans will make a legal bet on the Super Bowl, and we need to emphasize the word legal. I don't expect bettors to walk into a sports book and say, um, hey, uh, what's the money line? Uh, I want to lay some points. What's that mean? Hey, I was thinking about a parlay. America's got a lot of experienced gamblers, and now you've got a big chunk of that action, certainly for this game, will be above board. One Super Bowl tradition will remain – It's the one football game a year that a lot of people will place money on and probably don't really care much about the game itself. But this is different. And I don't know if the numbers are going to change, if they have changed from year to year. It's almost like the coverage gets you more excited about the game. I don't know if it brings more people to the game. It feels like you have that same number, over 100 million who will tune in to the Super Bowl. Less media coverage. You don't have Radio Row. A lot of the networks aren't sending a lot of people down there. There's cost cutting down there. There's certainly the pandemic to deal with. But if you are an experienced gambler, if you're an experienced football fan, get ready for the questions that will come out of nowhere. So which, who's the one married to Giselle? Uh, that would be him. That's Tom Brady. Mm. Does he ever take off his helmet? You're going to get some of those questions because you'll get people who don't normally watch a football game but have patience with them because there was a point in your life where you were probably asking silly sports questions as well. We do it every day on this program. and get paid to do it. I don't know who came up with a poll question yesterday. I came up with it yesterday, although I didn't think it received a lot of fanfare. I was really proud of myself the night before at around 735 And I'm sitting there going, you know what? I'm going to write this down. Hey, would you rather have Brady's career or invest in what you think Mahomes' career will be?
3: Yes.
4: Uh, It actually
3: stuck with me all day yesterday, the underwhelming reaction that you got (laughs) to that. I I found myself last night thinking like, man, Dan was probably really disappointed. And I almost felt bad. Like, wow, I should have just been more of a team player. Like,
1: oh, that's pretty interesting.
3: Mm bad about that. yeah
1: but i leave this place disappointed on most days so <laughs> oh. yesterday was not any different really yes yes big
2: now you know how we feel we'll workshop a poll over here I for am. a half hour and we'll we'll pitch it to you on air you'll be like okay yeah. uh what else you got yeah after a half hour of four of us <laughs> bracking our brains Right? Yes, Todd. Right around this time yesterday, you were calling us squares. What's going on? Taking these sh- early shots at us.
1: No, that was the rocket, the rocket mortgage squares. Right,
2: and then you felt compelled to say that I work with a bunch of squares on the other side. And I
1: do. I'm square, too. Like, I might be the least cool person in the room. Nah, that's not true. <laughs> that's, not, that's not true. Like, I try to be inclusive, so I bring you in and to say we're all squares. Like, I can't win here. Who's the least cool person in here? Hmm. I, I don't want to be the one that judges here. I, I You can include me in being not cool. Yeah, pulling I would say I'm not cool
4: definitely from the fact of pop pop culture and music and knowing stuff what's going on now. That is true. Very much. I yeah. really don't know what's going that on. That is true. That's more about awareness than coolness, though. Yeah, but it makes me feel, look and sound uncool when I say, I've never heard of blank band. Hmm.
1: Well, Todd doesn't know anything. He doesn't know anything in the last couple of decades. You could have stopped right there. But in the, in the in
2: the <laughs> wow. 80s, Todd cleans up. I was killing in the 80s. But uh but yeah, once you start to get into the early 90s, anything before
1: 90, then uh I'm you're there. pretty good. I'm your man. You're that. pretty good. But uh after that, you have no clue. Like you don't binge a show. You don't you don't have any music that is in the last 15 years. I'll do
5: a food binge, but as far as like sitting through no, like but, a whole cool season of shows in a row. But I if I
1: say, it. hey, Todd, uh, you're watching The Crown, and then you'll go, I don't know what it is.
5: Now, then I'd probably say, is that some kind of Burger King thing you do? I don't know what Yes,
1: McClellan.
2: But the definition of cool has changed over the years. Mm-hmm. Now, like, nerds are cool. So you're the coolest guy in the room, is what you're saying. I, I guess I am implying that, but have you ever seen? Uh, <laughs> you ever seen that movie where uh, Channing Tatum uh, goes back to school? It's the uh, the update of uh, Twenty One Jump Street with they, Jonah Hill. With Jonah Hill, they get to the school and they realize that the definition of cool has
3: completely changed in thirty years. It's absolutely different than what it was. Yes, Eden. so this says coolness is an aesthetic of attitude, behavior, comportment, appearance, and style, which is generally admired. Hmm. Okay,
1: McLovin has a coolness to him. By living in Brooklyn, it kind of gives him that yeah. chip. Yeah, because that's hipsterville. Well, Seton, I think, has
2: the music fashion down. You kind of have some of that music
1: stuff. Oh, yeah, I definitely have the music down. Yeah, you you have the culture stuff. Yeah, and pop culture, yeah. By right.
2: the way, I tried to convince Pauly to watch The Crown. This was a side conversation. He's like, no, nah, it's not for me.
1: Well, I haven't watched it.
2: You'd like it too. It's great. It's I know. Right up your alley. I, I know. You're on such a documentary kick now, though, it's hard to convince you of anything.
1: By the way, this program is brought to you by Simply Safe Home Security. Whether it's a break in, fire, flooding, medical emergency, Simply Safe Home Security delivers 24 7 protection. Visit simplysafedan.com today and get a free security camera. By the way, February 3rd, big day in Patriots history, good and bad. It was on this date in 2002. The Patriots shocked the Rams. First Super Bowl title. February 3rd, 2008. Giants shocked the Patriots, denying the Patriots a perfect season. February 3rd, 2019. Patriots beat the Rams. Brady's last Super Bowl with New England. Thought that would warrant a stat of the day, but apparently... No, no, no. Oh, I didn't really hear any statistics in there. I heard random facts. <laughs> I got a, a, a tough editorial judge here. It, you know, I got to admit, it kind of sounded like you were stealing this day in sports history from Paul. Like, uh, oh, everybody... yeah. Well, but am I stealing it from Paul before Todd steals it from Paul? Todd f- finally just stopped stealing it after months and months <laughs> of daily complaints. Yes, McLovin, you got a poll question for me today?
3: Yeah, I have a lot of disappointing poll
2: questions. that will make your poll questions seem better from yesterday. Okay. All right.
1: By uh, the way, does it feel like the game is less exciting or the anticipation for the game? Is it because we're not there? And I don't know about the fans, you know, that what gets you geared up? This is a great matchup. This is a matchup that people probably wanted. If you didn't have a rooting interest, and I said you could have Mahomes versus Brady, Super Bowl, uh, the goat and the baby goat, and you got it on Super Bowl Sunday, Chiefs favored by three. I would think. I just don't know if we have that topic. You know, the topic has really been more about the Patriots and Bill Belichick than it has, has been about the game itself. And plus, you don't have the Chiefs in Tampa. And the odds of saying something that might garner some headlines are kind of limited here. It's a non-traditional week. And I think because we there's certain things we expect, there's coverage, uh, there's guests, there's different guests, there's less guests on this year than there have been in you know probably the last twenty years, from those who were going to be in Tampa, uh, you know pitching products, uh, the availability for a lot of these players, um, so it's it's just different. It feels like you're going to get the same rating for the Super Bowl, but the question is the excitement that you take into that matchup, or I can't wait to see this. I think people are interested in Scotty Miller. I truly am because of the interview he did with us last week. And, and and that was a little bit of the buzz. Like, I guess if you're saying bulletin board material, like maybe the Chiefs defensive backs are going to, we're going to shut down Scotty Miller or Tyreek Hill saying, oh, you want to see fast? I'll show you fast. But there's been nothing else there. Maybe a little bit of Mahomes, you got your chance to beat the GOAT. This is something LeBron never got a chance to do, and we're trying to hype that a little bit there. But there's usually a little bit of buzz during Super Bowl week, but we have not seen that or heard that this week. Yeah, Paulie?
4: I just looked up at the uh, sports mix we have here, and every morning show in sports is home at their home studios. No one's at a beach. No one's got like a bus behind them. No one's got a crowd behind them. And that's standard procedure the past uh, 15 years. No shows are down there. So it doesn't feel like Tampa Super Bowl week. And it doesn't feel like a home game for them because I'm sure there's not as many fans traveling from around the country.
1: Well, you're going to get fans who, in fact, the Patriots, I think, uh, Robert Kraft is bringing down, uh, you know, health care workers. But there's only a certain number of tickets to be had there. You know, Tampa's not even allowed to fire the cannons when they score. The NFL said you can't fire the cannons. Yeah, Paul.
4: Don't you think, I hate to make a left turn, but don't you think that's kind of BS by the league? It, the, the one time in history that a team earns home field at the Super Bowl, which is really tough to pull off, they should get all the benefits of being the home team. I know that doesn't change the way they play or everything like that, but, you know, that's a cool thing that they got home field. Remember Minnesota a couple years ago, they almost had home field? And they do that Viking horn, the, I don't know what it's called, but... <laughs> You mean that one? I would have loved to have heard that 40 or 50 (laughs) times on Sunday. The Vikings would have played it. And they do that clap.
1: Yeah. 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 I, you know, I'm okay without the cannons. I don't, I don't need the cannon. I'm not big on cannons. Arr, I don't need a cannon there for the Buccaneers. Yes, yes. You me. won't be Is hearing it? them much anyway. Whoa, whoa. Okay.
2: All right. Shot there. They didn't really <laughs> earn home field because they have a worse record than the Chiefs. So you could say
1: the Chiefs earned home field if that's your criteria. Also, I, I was wondering about this. When Danny Sheridan, the USA Today odds maker, was on with us yesterday, I was trying to read between the lines. The previous year, I was reading between the lines, and I'm thinking he's taking the Kansas City Chiefs and probably the over. This time around, I think he's taking the Kansas City Chiefs and taking the under. That was the feeling I got yesterday with Danny Sheridan. For entertainment purposes only. Yes, McLevin. So everybody's talking about this rain situation, and I guess
2: in that part of Florida, the, the forecast is meaningless right up until the day before. Yeah. So if it, is it everyone going to pound the under then if it's going to rain and and that favors which team does that favor that I have question? I have no idea with this Well forget know? betting but just if it rains like or do you say oh well that's got to help the Bucks I think it helps the Bucks because it slows down the high acting Chiefs
1: right I mean well I like knowing where I'm going on a pass route you have to figure out where I'm going on a pass route and if there's rain and it's sloppy conditions I would think that'd be an advantage for the Kansas City Chiefs but Let's see what happens. I mean, the weather could change the day of, the afternoon of. How much rain? Yes, Paul.
4: Uh, Prediction for Tampa for Sunday is 65 degrees at kickoff, 30% chance of rain, almost no wind.
1: But what about the previous couple of hours for rain? In the morning, yes. Thunderstorms
4: likely in the morning, then a chance of scattered thunderstorms in the afternoon.
1: Uh, By the way, sign up for the Dan Patrick Show newsletter. Thank you for those who have. I told you, it's great. It's a summary of the show. It comes out at 6 Eastern, goes right into your email. We're not asking for anything. You know, there's no hidden agenda there. It's just we are recapping the show in case you missed it. And uh, it comes out at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. Go to danpatrick.com. Just put in your email address, and uh, Mario will make sure that he takes care of the rest. And if not, then I'll get somebody who's capable of doing it. And they'll be right on top of that. All right, we'll take a break. The uh, 49ers tied in George Kittle. George Kittle says that he still thinks the Niners can win a Super Bowl with Jimmy Garoppolo. I don't agree. I think they could have won a Super Bowl with Jimmy Garoppolo. I don't think they're going to win a Super Bowl with Jimmy Garoppolo. But... uh... We'll talk to George Kittle, Chase Young of the Washington football team a little later on, and Rodney Harrison of NBC Sports, the former New England Patriot. Phone calls are always welcome, 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address, dp at danpatrick.com, Twitter handle at show. Say good morning to our radio affiliates and also our TV partner, Peacock. Download the app and you can watch this program. Coming up on 16 after the hour, back after this in the Dan Patrick Show. Oh, I was talking about uh, the Danettes being squares. And the reason why I brought this up is because the Rocket Mortgage Super Bowl square sweepstakes is back. But then I found out the Danettes can't enter, even though they are squares, in the Super Bowl square sweepstakes. So they're not going to win $50,000. Every time there's a scoring change, somebody has a chance to win $50,000. You enter for free, and uh, two lucky players will win a half a million dollars they could use towards their dream home. Every scoring play pays Touchdowns, field goals, extra points, safeties. Rocket Mortgage will be announcing the winners. When's the last time we had a safety in the Super Bowl? Checking. Feels like it wasn't that long ago. Rocket Mortgage will be announcing the winners live on their channels during the game. Follow along February 7th to see if you're a winner. Free to enter. Easy to play. See rules. Enter now at RocketMortgageSquares.com. Now, no purchase necessary. Legal residents of the 50 U.S. states and D.C. who are the age of majority... Ends February 4th, 1159 p.m. Eastern. Equal housing lender license all 50 states. NMLS number 3030. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 to noon Eastern, or 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Dan Patrick Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching
5: FSR. Or stream us live on the Peacock app. All right, everybody.
1: Searching for a job can be a lonely process. Endless searching, phone calls that go nowhere, nobody's on the other end, applications that vanish. It's time to find a better way to find a job. Express Employment Professionals, the local jobs expert that you can trust. They never charge a fee when they help you with your job search. Go to ExpressPros.com, find the office nearest to you. Let the professionals help at Express Pros. Express Employment Professionals. It's your one connection for getting a job. Visit ExpressPros.com today and good luck. If you like where Mercedes-Benz has been you're going to like where they're going with a full range of EVs now available at your local dealer. Mercedes-Benz is turning electric completely on its head. Experience the all electric EQB, a versatile luxury SUV that can seat as many as seven. The brilliantly advanced and superbly equipped EQE SUV positively alive with groundbreaking technology. The inspired EQE, the electric sedan with energizing comfort features that recharge you. The boundlessly capable EQS SUV, a vehicle that takes luxury and innovation to places they've never been before. And of course, the magnificent EQS, the flagship of all EVs, delivering the Mercedes electric experience on a truly epic scale. The vehicles are all electric. The feeling is all Mercedes. Learn more at your local dealer or mbusa.com slash eq. We'll somehow come up with a poll question here. This program brought to you by Mercedes-Benz. Their vans go far beyond from their customization options, cutting-edge tech to their five-star sales service, financial support crew. Mercedes-Benz vans are built, equipped, and engineered to be ready for anything, so go to the extra mile by taking that all-important step into an authorized dealership today. One of our favorites, George Kittle, the uh, 49ers tight end, on the program, and uh, what does it seem like it was a year ago? You were in the Super Bowl? I think it was about a year ago, yeah. <laughs> fun, what were you doing a year ago on this day, like Wednesday of Super Bowl week? Do you remember?
6: I was probably talking to you because we had to do media
1: every single day. Mm. Is that bothersome? Or how bothersome in retrospect? Uh,
6: well, like... You know, in in a normal game week, you only have to, like, talk to, you know, your local media, like, once a week. Or they're in the locker room two days a week, three days a week. We don't have to talk to them every single day. But, like, going on a podium, like, four days a week. and I mean, you only get asked so many questions during Super Bowl week, right?
1: Yeah. Well, what was the strangest question you got? I got asked to swear in German. By the same
6: guy like four times. And he kept like giving me a piece of paper with swear words on it in German. And I was like, I don't know what you want me to do with this. dude. <laughs> like, I got it. Like, I'm just trying to be nice and polite here, man. Can you stop asking me to swear on TV?
1: Yeah, but see, that's where your personality comes back to haunt you because everybody thinks, oh, George Kittle, he'll have fun. He'll say something silly. So I
6: potentially would, but not not in German. I don't I don't know how to speak that
1: language. What do you remember most about the game against the Chiefs?
6: Um, I mean, I remember all of it. Um, was there one thing down. that just stands out
1: that you go, damn.
6: Oh, um, I mean, after they scored to get it like within three points, we had a three and out the next drive, which I can't really do that when their momentum shifting. that was kind of the, that was kind of the downhill after that.
1: I saw a special where Peyton Manning is breaking down Patrick Mahomes and Tom Brady And if you look at the Kansas City Chiefs offense, there's so many things going on in that offense. Mm -hmm. Now, you're on the sidelines watching it, but how different is that from any other team in the NFL with what they do on offense?
6: I mean, I think it's both of what they do, but also who they have. I mean, you got weapons all over the field. um, and They have a great offense coordinator that's, you know, getting them in the right positions, and then they got a great quarterback you know, leading the way. So it's their weapons and then also their scheme. They just got guys moving around. Guys are always open. And then at the end of the day, they have guys that just make the tough play, and that's
1: what good football is. When did you realize that you were going to lose the Super Bowl?
6: Uh, when the clock hit zero. That was it? I mean, when we, uh, let's see, like we had an interception at the very end of the game, so we were down two scores like 30 seconds left. Yeah, I mean, that's not a very fun feeling.
1: Uh, this is National Signing Day. Can oh. take us back to what National Signing Day was for George Kittle going to Iowa?
6: Uh, yeah, I actually, I didn't know I was going to Iowa yet. I was probably going to gray shirt there, or my only other offers were Weber State <laughs> and uh, Air Force and Navy. And so I wasn't entirely sure what I was doing. And then uh, Kirk Ferentz called me at like 11 or you know, 11 a.m. or 12. And uh, he's like, Hey, we have an extra scholarship that is opened up. Do you want to come play at Iowa? And I was like, damn straight. I do.
1: So you couldn't even do three hats in the gymnasium and say, uh, I'm going to, <laughs> didn't you, uh, you could have put two hats out there. You didn't even have enough offers for three hats. I,
6: I had three. I had oh, maybe okay. like Weber state, man. That's, and Damian Lillard went there.
1: so it's really cool. <laughs> Yeah, that was for basketball, not football. <laughs> uh, but, you know, you look back on that. Weren't you destined to go to Iowa?
6: Yeah, I mean, my dad played there. <clears throat> he coached there. Kirk Ferentz was my dad's offensive line coach. So, yeah, I mean, we had a couple of connections there uh, and just kind of played out the way they, I think they had three guys that uh, declared to go to other places on signing day. And so I got that last and final scholarship.
1: But when did it click where you go, you know what, I'm pretty good. I can, I can play in the NFL. Um, I
6: don't know when I was like three years old. <laughs> after, that's when I that's what I, mean, that's when I you know. that's what I always wanted to do. And, um, you know, I've always done well at football. Like I've always been able to make plays, but, um, I really think going into my, what was that going into my junior year? Uh, I mean, the, mentally it just, everything clicked for me. And I realized that, you know, it's not high school. There's not like 10 plays that you're running. There's just a lot more to it than just showing up and playing football. And, um, kind of clicked for me there. And then I had a really good spring ball uh, transition to a good uh, you know fall camp and then good season and just kind of carried on from there.
1: You think you're always going to have that comparison with Kelsey? Uh, since I think you're both uh, the same age. I mean, is that a good thing? That, hey, you know, you're looking at Kelsey's numbers, Kelsey's looking at your numbers, or we're looking at both numbers here?
6: I mean, I just show up when I play football and our numbers seem to be sometimes consistent with each other. I mean, he's having a hell of a year. Um, breaking records and stuff like that and averaging like 150 a game, it feels like it's pretty awesome. Uh, but uh, I mean, I, like I said, I just show up and play football and then people like to compare us. It is what it is.
1: Yeah. But I think that you, you block block like Gronk and you catch like Kelsey. I mean, that's, that, I just, that's I just great. To,
6: I mean, I try to play the tight end position the way it's supposed to be played.
1: But even with, you're supposed to say thank you for the compliment. That's the ultimate compliment. <laughs> Come on, what's going on, George? Here, I mean, I'm oh, no. I'm throwing out verbal I, bouquets here. Oh, I appreciate
6: it. You know, I like I said, um, I don't I don't take on the most. You know, I don't I love compliments. I appreciate that. Um, but like I said, I just I like to work hard, and as long as the, my teammates and then the rest of the league respects the way I'm playing the game, I'm doing all
1: right. What's the background there? You spent no time on the background there.
6: Do you mean the piece next to me?
1: No, you got it. Like the shades are down. Is that a like something's hanging up over your your shoulder there? Your
6: That's my first Pro Bowl jersey.
1: Oh, a little, little, tilt the tilt the uh, camera that way. Let me see what that is. That's it. Okay. Anything else in that's there? Yeah. That's, see, that's not a verbal
6: compliment, Dan. That wasn't right. <laughs> I'm I'm moving houses, so I'm, I'll have all my jerseys for him. I, there's a wall right here full of like 12 jerseys from guys I like in the NFL, so no, those will all be framed at some point.
1: Did anybody say no to you when you uh, asked for a jersey?
6: I don't think so. Not that I'm aware of.
1: Have I've actually got a couple, so that's pretty fun, too. Well, who, who did you get that might surprise me?
6: Who did I uh, that might surprise you? I traded jerseys with Mike Evans at the Pro Bowl. Um, that was pretty fun. Let's see who else. Adrian Claiborne. He's an Iowa guy. And then the rest of them are basically tight ends. I just got a wall of tight ends. (laughs) I got got Bobby Wagner and Chris McCaffrey up top. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I have like, yeah, 10 tight ends. I like to trade with every single tight end that I play because I love the position. I love everybody that plays it.
1: Where are you going to watch the game? I
6: I think my house, wherever my wife tells me to.
1: Is she watching with you? Uh, Yeah, I mean, my whole family lives in Nashville, so we'll probably watch together. Does she get nervous? What's she like when you're playing?
6: Um, let's see. She's usually very happy. And she, I mean, she loves football. She loves watching. She loves being in stands. Um, I think I get, if I get tackled, she yells at me. I can hear that occasionally.
1: <laughs> From the stands, she's yelling at you? Oh, yeah. 20, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? I'm sorry. I'll
6: try not to get tackled. My bad.
1: Uh, I know you're making a pitch with uh, Bolt 24 by Gatorade. So uh, fill us in. Oh, finally, Bolt
6: Twenty Four Gatorade. I got it right here with me. You can see it all around. Oh
1: me. wow, product wow. placement.
6: <laughs> it's natural, right? Yeah. But, I mean, I'm I'm really excited to work with Gatorade because uh, it's a product that I've um, used my entire life since being a little kid. You know, I remember drinking Gatorade after like my you know, my little pee wee football games, and so being and a chance to work with them is it's kind of like a dream come true. Like I never didn't think that this was a possibility, but uh, the Bolt Twenty Four, um, it's delicious. It's new. It's amazing. But really, I think my favorite part of it, it's it's healthier and it's made with watermelon water, and no artificial flavors or sweeteners. And uh, so I really like that. And it allows me to be I can drink it whenever I want uh, because it is healthier and I don't have to worry about anything and just allows me to be the best athlete I can be every single day.
1: And I'll give you another compliment. I don't think Gronk could have delivered it that way. I think you uh, did a great job delivering that better than Gronk could have.
6: Hey, I appreciate that. You can take that up with him. I don't know if he'll agree with you, but... You know, okay. he's a pretty.
1: Good okay, but since you love all tight ends, you got to pick one tight end to win the Super Bowl. Which tight end do you want to win the Super Bowl?
6: Which do I want to win? I you mean, know, I want them both to win. I want them both to have 150 yards and two touchdowns. That's very K-4.
1: unlikely, George. It's very unlikely they both will win. I've seen... Uh, that is unlikely, you're yeah, right. It, it is. That.
6: No, that'd be tough. But... Um, Say so this is my thinking, Dan, and you can tell me if I'm wrong. Okay. The Chiefs are really good. They're clicking right now. Offense, defense.
1: Chiefs they look are around. good. Hold on. Look, Paulie, would you write this down? George is giving me some real deep insights. The Chiefs yeah, are really good, and they're clicking. They're really good. They're okay. clicking. Right clicking.
6: clicking. Oh. But the Buccaneers have Tom Brady, and I just don't know how to ever go against Tom Brady in the playoffs and or Super Bowl.
1: Have you had a conversation with Tom? No, I've never had the opportunity to play him. Oh, wow. See – Talked to him on Instagram one time.
6: Uh, I was, I, I dropped my phone. but he he DM'd me, and I dropped my phone. Humble brag.
1: <laughs> yeah. I was like, holy cow! <laughs> you had your moment. Well, there's yeah. always, yeah. Well, well, sorry about that. Hey, uh, thanks for joining us as always. Hope the ankle is uh, healing well. And uh, thanks for joining us. Thanks, Dan. Appreciate coming on. And that's uh, George Kittle, Niners, Niners tight end, and uh, yeah, he got shut down in Week Eight with an injury at uh, Seattle.
4: Yes, Paul. If the NFL had an all-time guy, good guy to hang out with team, he would be uh, he'd be up there.
1: I think he would be uh, he'd be fun. Uh, there's a couple of things like when he was at the scouting combine, he only had a, a, a playlist that featured Rihanna, Rihanna. So that's all he would be listening to at the uh, NFL combine. Uh, so, not that uh, you know you may care about that. And he loves Panda Express. I know that too about George. Just like Fritzy, Yeah. He's a character. He is. He's fun. But he's really good. And the one thing is, with tight ends nowadays, we tend to look at them and want to know how good they are as a receiver. And that's why Kelsey stands out. But George Kittle is as good a blocker as any tight end in football, if not the best blocker. And you have to want to do that. But I think with George Kittle, he does block like Gronk and he catches like Kelsey. Yes, McLovin? So the debate over here is who's going to end up with a better legacy
2: Rob Gronkowski or Travis Kelsey? Not where they are now, but when it's all said and done.
1: I think Gronk will because he got it. He was the first to kind of do it in the modern era with tight ends. And you do it with the Patriots. You do it on a a big stage. Here he is in the Super Bowl again. He's a character. Uh, He put up some really monster numbers. He was different, though, than Kelsey. Now, Kelsey is, to me, he's a, he's an elite athlete as far as his ability to run, catch, size, speed. Gronk could s- surprise you at times, I think, with his ability to get down the field. And, you know, when you consider and you go back when he had the back issue when he was in college and they didn't really know how good he was going to be. The Patriots took a chance on him and uh, all the injuries that he's had. I mean, it's amazing that he's still playing football uh, and going to be in a Super Bowl. Yes, Bowling?
4: Gronk only had 566 catches in his career. He did have 86 touchdowns. Kelsey's already by him in catches, and he's going to fly by him the next three years in that offense. But doesn't it feel like when you ask the average person who's the greatest tight end of all time, Gronk pops in your head because of how spectacular he was, how physical, and what a character he is. He's really famous. Like, kids know who he is. Kids don't know who Travis Kelsey is. Maybe about awareness and famousness.
1: Yeah, as far as being famous, then Gronk... Is larger than life, but Kelsey's going to end up with what a thousand catches, if not more. And the question is, will he have more touchdown receptions there? I just think they're they're asked to do different things. Yes, McLovin.
2: So the all time record is fifteen thousand one hundred twenty seven yards by Gonzalez, and uh, Travis Kelsey's only at seven thousand eight hundred. It's 32. It's amazing.
1: Gonzalez blew everyone away. I, he played forever, but... But you know what it is? He didn't play in big games. Yeah. Tony didn't play in big games. They played in the... Was that the NFC title game and with Atlanta? And Ryan missed him in the end zone <laughs> on that last play. Yes. Yeah. But I... You no, know, Tony Gonzalez... You forget his numbers and how good Tony was. He just didn't play in big games. And here's Kelsey playing in big games. Gronk played in big games. We, you know, we... We add to your resume because of that. You know, that, that you played in big games, performed well in big games. And we've seen that with Kelsey and Gronk. We didn't have that with Tony. Yeah, club. Hypothetical, if Kelsey gets a second Super Bowl, then that's, that's going to help
2: a lot, too. And same with Gronk. You know, this game, I hate to put, there's way too much
1: legacy on this one game. Well, I don't think this is, you know, Gronk is there, but he's not really Gronk. I mean, he had one catch in the previous game, and it was a big game, but he had 45 catches. Now, that doesn't mean in the, uh, you know, you're in the red zone that you don't think about Gronk or you better think about Gronk. But, you know, he's important. As the game moves on, it feels like Gronk becomes more important. Yeah, Paul? Gronk's
4: second year in the league, uh, 90 catches, 1,400 yards, and 17 touchdowns. A lot of people say it's the greatest tight end season of all time. He never really duplicated that. He's only had two catches in his career, Gronk, two seasons with over 80 catches. Uh, Kelsey has the last five seasons, 85 catches, 83 catches, 103, 97, 105.
1: His numbers are going through the roof. Yeah, But he's 32. And Kittle's 32. Who's that next tight end? Kittle's a little younger. Oh, is he? Yeah. Kittle's, uh, I think, in his late 20s. Oh, good. is Gronk
2: thirty two? Gronk, Gronk,
3: yeah, Gronk at thirty two and uh, Kelsey at thirty two.
4: Kelsey and Gronk are both thirty
1: one. Oh, Kittle's twenty seven. Oh yeah, thank you, thank you. Yeah, for some reason I thought, uh, you know, Kittle was older than he that. It
4: does feel like Gronkowski's been around a lot longer yes, than, than Kelsey. He feels like he's
1: thirty five.
2: His body's 85. He moves like he's 35. Is that because Kelsey doesn't block like, Bron- like Gronk, that maybe is has less wear and tear? Because maybe if Kelsey could put together five more years at this pace, he could. that's what I'm saying, he could blow Gronk out of the water.
1: Well, but is he going to have numbers that are rivaling Tony Gonzalez? Because if you put success in the Super Bowl winning... to Now, we normally don't look at position players other than quarterback and say, look at how many Super Bowls he has. But... You might include that if you were looking at a tiebreaker between the two with Kelsey and Gronk. Is there any old school guy who we're not like a Kellen Winslow or anybody who we have to, that people are just forgetting? Kellen Winslow to me was the first receiver to play tight end that I remember that, that he was a receiver first and then maybe the tight you know, prototypical tight end after that. But, but he was a receiver out there with uh, with the Chargers. John Mackey, to me, was as good as anybody who's played the position, had the ability to run, and he was tough, and he blocked. Uh, Mike Ditka was very good. But it felt like there was this big separation from that to Kellen Winslow as far as the tight end who could get down the field, the mobility for somebody like that. Yeah,
2: as a kid, as an Eagles fan, Mark Bavaro destroyed us. Mark, I know his numbers are nowhere near this,
1: he Mark is a monster. Mark Bavaro was one bad dude. Never said a word. Didn't say anything.
2: You had to put a mic in his face
1: oh a lot? Oh my god. You would go, oh, Bavaro scored a couple touchdowns. I gotta ask him a couple of questions. And Mark just wanted no publicity. He couldn't care less. And Like, you had the Giants. Joe Morris was a guy who would rush for 1,500 yards, but he didn't say much. You know, they. you had an odd team to cover in the Giants back then. And then you had LT. If you had something to say, you know, it it was going to get headlines there. But that was an odd team to be around because Bavaro, the most demonstrative thing he did was when he would score, he'd go to one knee and make the sign of the cross. Like that. That was it. There was nothing else to him other than he was a great football player. Yes, Todd?
5: Those veins going down his biceps, guy, sure got a lot of publicity. Every time I just think of Bavaro, just think of that line going right down the bicep. He was ripped.
1: That is creepy. Yeah, it's creepy. Yeah, I mean,
5: I, I always admired his biceps. I mean, a, also, oh, I'm very comfortable oh, saying oh,
1: that. Oh, oh, no, no, his not his biceps, his veins.
5: Yeah, but like that vein going down his arm was just like. I wanted my arms to look like that.
2: Yes, McLevin. You know who I thought was going to be the thing? Jeremy
1: Shockey is a rookie. I was like, this is... Yes. Didn't he have the one run? Was that against the Niners?
4: His first big play was in a preseason game. He knocked like five dudes over in a preseason game. Everyone thought,
1: this guy's going to be world-class. Yeah. Yeah. But you've got guys, you know, Greg Olson, going to be a uh, Hall of Famer. Uh, Jason Witten's going to be a Hall of Famer. It feels like you have other tight ends who are at least in the conversation of being very good. Yes, Paul?
4: In the 80s, I was a big Todd Christensen fan for the Raiders because he wore number 46, which is a tight end I thought
1: was very unique. And uh, he was known as a pass catcher. Not much else. He was a pass catcher. Yes, McGlum. Like this kid, Darren
2: Waller, who's having this huge season for the Raiders. He doesn't block, does he? I always see him. Well,
1: I I don't want it to be, oh, you're not a great tight end. You don't block. You know, nobody's saying that about Kelsey. I'm just saying George Kittle does take it seriously that he wants to block, and and he thinks that's really important. He's a great all-around tight end. Gronk is doing that now. I mean, Gronk's job is to block. Yes, Paul?
4: Going back to Shockey, uh, his rookie year, he was all pro. That means, you know, he would see it's 74 catches, not 1,000 yards. He made a couple of Pro Bowls after that, but you would have thought he's going to the Hall of Fame. Remember, he missed that Super Bowl due to injury? Yeah. He's sitting in the skybox. But wasn't he on a Super Bowl winning team? I, yes. He was on the 09 team, but I think he was in the skybox.
1: Okay. Oh, yeah. I thought that he would, may have been on, on a Super Bowl roster. Saints? After, he, like
2: the Saints at some
5: point?
1: Uh, yes. 09 Saints. He won a Super Bowl. You're right.
4: He was on the 09 Saints. I don't know if he played. I got to check his stats, but he, uh, he definitely played in two playoff games.
1: All right, we'll come back. We got our play of the day and uh, we'll come up with a poll question as well. Back after this. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, nine until noon Eastern, six to nine Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR
5: or stream us live on the Peacock app. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go.
1: Searching for a job can be a lonely process. Endless searching, phone calls that go nowhere, nobody's on the other end, applications that vanish. It's time to find a better way to find a job. Express Employment Professionals, the local jobs expert that you can trust. They never charge a fee when they help you with your job search. Go to ExpressPros.com, find the office nearest to you. Let the professionals help at Express Pros. Express Employment Professionals. It's your one connection for getting a job. Visit ExpressPros.com today and good luck. The all-electric EQS sedan from Mercedes-Benz is luxury and innovation on a truly magnificent scale. It's not just the flagship of the Mercedes-Benz electric lineup. It sets a whole new standard for all luxury electric vehicles. You're going to marvel at this epic 56-inch touch-sensitive hyperscreen featuring self-upgrading next-generation AI and a beautiful intuitive interface for both driver and front seat passenger. You'll experience next-level comfort in an exquisite spacious near silent cabin that makes this flagship feel more like you're piloting a spaceship and you'll appreciate the graceful aerodynamic design that almost completely eliminates drag for an outstanding operating range of up to 350 miles on a single charge the EQS is an object lesson in just how far electric mobility has come the vehicle is all electric the feeling is all Mercedes take a test drive learn more mbusa.com slash EQS
0: Oh my God! The play,
1: the play's the play. of the day.
0: Brother left side got it. play it and play it. This is the play
1: of the day. Check this out. Fred in the paint catches the pass, scoops it up and in on a reverse. And Fred Van Vliet with a new franchise record: fifty-four points in the game. Courtesy of the Raptors Radio Network. Fred Van Vliet, fifty-four points. Raptors got the win over the Magic. Van Vliet is the fourth guy, six foot one or shorter to score at least 54 points in a game in the last 15 years. Six foot one or shorter. Now, there's one on this list I didn't realize because I didn't think he was six one. I thought he was taller than that. Um... One guy, two guys, The two of the other three guys are still playing. One happened in 2009. I don't think this player is playing anymore. If he is, it might be overseas. Brandon Jennings put up 55. I think his rookie year, 55. Kemba Walker put up 60. Donovan Mitchell, 57. I I thought Donovan Mitchell was taller than six one. Am I am I crazy with that? Yeah, Paulie. I have him listed multiple places at
4: six foot or six one. That I, he plays a lot bigger than I that. thought he was six three.
1: I thought he was too. Now I'm more impressed by his career. <laughs> oh, you weren't, but now you are. I am. Yeah. I disagree with Barkley. Uh, play of the day. Guys, the supplement I take every day is N-Drive. It's powerful ingredients backed by science. You get energized, stronger, leaner. Go to mdrivedan.com today. Free shipping and a 60-day money-back guarantee. Don't let age beat you. Refind your prime with M-Drive. Yes, McLovin?
2: So I'm on NBA.com slash Jazz Roster, and they have him at 6'3", but all these other sites have him at 6'1". This is a huge mystery.
1: Yes, there's
2: there's controversy
1: here. Yes, Paul?
4: I have his draft profile at 6'3". I have him at Louisville.
1: Checking. Hold on, six three at Louisville. So he got shorter. Hmm. Yeah, I didn't think he was six one. Fritzy, would you call the Jazz and just say, could we get the official height of Donovan Mitchell? That's it. We 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 don't. If he wants to come on, you know, he could do that just to say, hey, I'm six three, and we'll say, thank you, Donovan. But but we we don't need that. But if we could get some uh, clarification, are you going to debunk out of the day? Well, I might. And you know who came up with that? I think it was Ethan. You know Ethan, our stat guy?
5: Oh, Ethan.
1: If he is wrong, then he loses that introduction. Yes. No, Ethan, I tout him all the time. He took away the uh, the stat title from McLovin. He didn't take it. He just ripped it out of McLovin's hands. He's our stat guy, but... I don't know. There's a big question mark here.
4: Yeah, Paul Donovan and Mitchell. The I team has learned his official bio at University of Louisville has him listed at six foot
2: three. Mm-hmm. We're going to stay on the story. Yes, McLovin. I'm seeing some NBA combine numbers that indicate he's between six one and six two, possibly. Okay. But you know, those are all so you know you could get on your tippy toes.
1: I don't know. I just want to know how tall you are. That's it. If he's six one, he can fly. Because no. I've seen dunks. No, he's great. He's even greater if he's six one. Like that's where you lie about your height to be shorter, because then it sounds more impressive. By the way, if you were wondering about, uh, and I didn't know this, the uh, all time record for postseason touchdowns for a passer receiver duo. All time, you would expect this. I think Joe Montana and Jerry Rice with twelve. Tom Brady and Rob Gronkowski, 12. Third on the list, Brett Favre, Brett Favre, and Antonio Freeman with 10 touchdowns combined. Stat of the day. Thank you very much. Stat of the day. Stat of the day. Stat of the day. Here comes that what? Stat of the day. Uh, Yes, Paulie.
4: uh, I Team has learned from the Salt Lake Tribune that at the combine, when he's coming out of college in 2017, Mitchell told other players he was six foot four. And one of the other players says, I think he says that because of his fro, his hair. Mm. But Mitchell measured six foot three in shoes, barefoot, Mm. or in socks. Mm. Six, one and a quarter, according to the NBA combine. And that is an official measurement
1: at the NBA combine. Wow, this is so, no board on his hand size. This is big news. This, yeah, we don't care about the basketball combine, football combine. Oh, it's so important. Uh, I just, I just saw this. Here, here's something. <laughs> if you're a college football fan and you go, "Hey, let's stay with the uh, 14 playoff. Everything is great. You know, we get the best teams in there. We don't need to expand it." From 24/7 Sports, this is Alabama's ninth number one class in the last 11 years. Their recruiting class, this. Twenty Twenty One cycle will go down as the best ever, topping Twenty Ten Florida. Good luck to everybody else. More of the same. Alabama, the best recruiting class. By the way, Alabama can have the number one class. It's when these outliers have, you know, when Tennessee has a great class, you go, "Ooh, be careful." You know, uh, Ole Miss, "Ooh, be careful." You just you don't want to draw too much attention to your recruiting class. Like nothing wrong with a 3-star recruit. And and you're also, you know, some coaches are saying this, recruiters are saying this. Sometimes you want to go after the 3-star. You want to make sure that you're able to keep some of these players because quarterbacks now, you just, hey, I'm in the transfer portal, I'm gone. You're not there. Not there for long. Yeah, Paul.
4: See, and I were just saying, it's like when you cheat on the test. You don't get 100%. Yes.
1: <laughs> you get a nice 82. A serviceable B minus. Yeah. It's rare to get called in for cheating if you got an 82. 92? Just, uh, Dan, can we see you? This is not consistent with what you normally do. My goodness. It's about 30 points higher than you normally do. Chase Young of the Washington football team will join us coming up. One more item in the first hour, it's Discover the Discover card. Any credit card can offer cash back, but only Discover matches all the cash back you've earned at the end of your first year. It's like getting one of those birthday cards, you know, shaped like cash. You already know there's cash inside before you open it, but in this case, it's stuff with your first year cash back match. You don't even have to send a thank you note. It's called Cash Back Match, only by Discover card. Learn more at discover.com slash match. Discover.com slash match. Discover something brighter.
2: Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit amfem.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company SI and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.
0: It's Freddie Prinz Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey Jeff.